Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Good morning. I'm Rashad Salamat. And I'm Doug Krisner. Here are the stories we're following today. Yeah, absolutely. And we're looking at that uh, uh, that cutting of U.S. bank ratings by S&P Global Ratings, blaming a tough operating climate for this, downgrading five regional U.S. banks, including Key Corp, Comerica and Valley National Bank Corp. Uh, S&P noting the impact of higher interest rates and deposit moves across the industry as a cause. We heard from Kane Anderson, CEO of Albert Rabil, saying that we're in the early stages of a banking sector recalibration. We've seen the tip of the iceberg on on banking consolidation, but very much the tip of the iceberg. Hopefully we don't have a catalyst that makes it, you know, that turns this from a slow moving train wreck into a crisis. That was Kane Anderson, CEO Albert Rabil. Now we've got Moody's, of course, lowering credit ratings for 10 U.S. banks earlier this month and warning it may downgrade others as precious mount on the industry. The KBW Bank Index of major U.S. banks has since slumped to almost 7%, and the situation may worsen for uh, if the Federal Reserve holds rates higher for longer, because that would further erode the value of loans to borrowers who need to refinance. Well, Microsoft's takeover of Activision Blizzard seems to be back in play. The software maker has submitted a substantially different proposal to the UK's antitrust watchdog. Sarah Cardell is the chief executive of the UK's Competition and Markets Authority. The key difference is that this time, Microsoft will not be acquiring any of the cloud streaming rights in relation to Activision's games for the next 15 years. Now, you might remember that the main reason uh, why we blocked the deal originally was because we were concerned about the impact on competition in this important new market cloud gaming. That is Sarah Cardell. She is the chief executive of the UK's Competition and Markets Authority. By the way, she went on to say the acquisition is being reconsidered, and this obviously has created a lot of renewed hope on Microsoft completing the $69 billion deal. Rashad. All right. Well, Sam Bankman-Fried has pleaded not guilty again, this time to a narrower list of charges related to the implosion of the cryptocurrency exchange FTX. Bankman-Fried was in a Manhattan federal court, his first appearance for, uh, since a judge revoked bail 10 days ago. Bloomberg News legal reporter Chris Demelt was in that courtroom saying defense attorneys raised a concern about access to their client. They say they've not been able to prepare their defense with him since he's been in jail uh, and that was one of the main complaints they had today, that they have he has no real access to uh, the materials he needs to prepare his defense for a trial that's starting in six weeks. They're really trying to push the judge to kind of force the Bureau of Pistons to kind of make accommodations for him so that he has time to review this stuff, which they say is millions of pages. 
Well, indeed, that was uh, Bloomberg's Chris Demelch reporting. Bankman-Fried is scheduled to go on trial in October. Well, Chinese President Xi Jinping is looking to boost the global influence, not only of China, but South Africa as well. She was hosted by South African President Cyril Ramaphosa in the run-up to this week's BRICS summit in Johannesburg. Here is Bloomberg's Jennifer Sabazaja. The 15th annual BRICS summit has officially kicked off in Johannesburg, but ahead of the summit's major events, South African President Cyril Ramaphosa hosted the only state visit that we're going to see this week with Chinese President Xi Jinping. And this is an important meeting for these two leaders and these two countries. It is the 25th anniversary of these countries celebrating their diplomatic relationship. And these two leaders are talking about how to enhance their trade relationships and expand collaboration uh, and trade uh, on a number of sectors from mining to agriculture and textiles. Now for the rest of the week, these two leaders will be meeting on behalf of their roles as leaders of two of the five BRICS nations to talk about a number of agenda items, including potentially expansion, deepening trade with their own local currencies, and also enhancing their voice on multilateral stages and forums. In Pretoria, I'm Jennifer Zabasaja. Bloomberg News. We were talking a moment ago about the surge in U.S. Treasury yields. I think that's been a primary reason that the equity market has struggled over the past several weeks. Tom Essay, he's the founder of the Sevens Report. He was saying investors are pushing out the date of expected rate cuts as they begin to accept this idea that the Fed may hold rates higher for longer. And Essay was saying it's not the height of rates that really matters as much as how long they stay high. And he went on to say that if Fed Chair Jay Powell hints at higher for longer when he speaks on Friday, the equity market will need to brace for a little bit more volatility. Global News is next here on DBA. The U.S. has responded to North Korea's announcement of plans to launch a satellite in the next few days. Ed Baxter with Global News from the Bloomberg Newsroom in San Francisco. Eddie. Yeah, Doug, of course, uh, the concern is it's a spy satellite. This coming after the trilateral meeting between the U.S., South Korea, and Japan. At the Pentagon, Brigadier General Pat Ryder says the three allies do now have an agenda. We're going to take all necessary measures to ensure that the security of our homeland and the defense of our allies continues. Uh, and we will continue working closely uh, with Japan and ROK to promote peace, security, and stability in the region. And North Korea has warned Japan's Coast Guard of potential falling debris after the launch. Surrender of Donald Trump's inner circle continues today. Former Trump attorney John Eastman at Fulton County Jail greeted by reporters as he left. Do you still think the election was stolen? Absolutely. Absolutely. Still. No question. Yeah, so looks to be the theme of the defense. They were trying to uncover what they still believe to be was stolen vote. My legal team and I will vigorously contest every count of the indictment in which I have been named and also every count in which others are named. Uh, Eastman also says he feels all his co-defendants will be cleared. Mark Meadows, Donald Trump's former chief of staff, has asked a federal judge in Georgia for an emergency order barring Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis from arresting him. More than half of the voters likely to attend Iowa's Republican caucuses believe Donald Trump's false claims that he won the 2020 election. This is an NBC Des Moines register. 51% believe Trump. 
Hong Kong will impose new controls on food imports from Japan in response to the release of treated wastewater from the Fukushima nuclear power plant. Chief Executive John Lee, Hong Kong's measures, he says, need to protect food safety and public health. Officials on Maui are now saying there are estimated 800 people still missing in Lahaina Town. Governor Josh Green. We do expect to see a lot more loss of life. It's going to be tragic. I want to brace everyone for that. This is crews now are going to have to switch to very professional high-tech solutions to go through buildings. He says the president's visit was good because he granted all of Green's monetary requests. And... Well, weight loss diet fads come and go and go and come and come and go. The latest is salad and fries. You mix those two things together and you're just kind of, you're in the middle and that's the sweet spot. (laughs) Nutritionist Wendy Walsh says uh, that's what she had for dinner last night. Social media has blown up with pics of it. Salad and fries. Very protein rich, but oh well. Global News, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in over 120 countries in San Francisco. I'm Ed Baxter, and this is Bloomberg. Let's get to our guest. Jeff Kleintop is with us. Jeff is the chief global investment strategist at Schwab. He joins us uh, from Celebration, Florida. Thanks for being with us, Jeff. A lot of hope that uh, the numbers that we're going to get from NVIDIA Wednesday after the bell are going to justify this 213% rally that we have seen in the stock so far this year. Do you have a view on NVIDIA right now and the AI theme more broadly? Well, at 3% of the S&P 500, it carries a lot of weight, and and not just because of the AI theme that it represents, but really this whole shift in the market to really focusing on what I like to call long-duration stocks, those companies that have a lot of potential growth in the future. And you know, when interest rates are rising, they tend to be out of favor, but this sort of bucked the trend. So I think it's interesting today to see a little bit of a slide in NVIDIA, just a reminder that there's still some room for disappointment here, not just just in ability to deliver supply, but but questions about is there some double ordering inflating the books? You know, something we saw during the post-pandemic environment when supplies of many key components were, were scarce. We know there were a lot of double and triple orders inflating the books, and then they went away very quickly. So something to something to watch here if they give us any color on that. And I, I think the market's bracing for that. But overall, the AI theme remains intact, and we know many businesses are still way behind where they'd like to be in adopting that into their platforms. Uh, Jeff, the thing is, it's it's as though you know people have rushed into it, thinking that every, all this is going to be arriving tomorrow, as opposed to this is in the years ahead, and uh, perhaps too much optimism has been built up, and perhaps you know you can even see that with uh, the number of users that Chat uh, ChatGBT's had actually falling for the first time in seven months, which perhaps might be just representing a gut check, a pause, maybe a pause for reflection. Maybe. I think it is interesting to note that so much is expected here in the near term. ChatGPT just caught everyone's attention in November. It often takes longer for businesses to plan how to use this technology, how to incorporate it into their operations and, and really make it part of what they do. And while there's a lot more discussion about AI on earnings calls, I've been tracking the number of references to AI and related terms on earnings calls the last few quarters. It's really spiked up. At the same time, we are not yet seeing 
capital investment in information processing and equipment. That's the category that all of this will be included in. It's just not really ticked up yet. There's a little bit of a lag there, but we're not seeing a wave of investment uh, along the likes of, of what we saw, say, in the internet in like 2000, or I'm sorry, in, in 1993 through 1996, that really led to big productivity gains. So it could still be very early in that curve of ramping up, and that could lead to some disappointment. I'm not an expert on NVIDIA, but I do know these things take a while for businesses to figure out how to adopt them and incorporate them into our operations. Let's pivot the conversation, talk a little bit about consumer behavior, whether it's in the U.S. or China. Shares in Nike today were down about one and a half percent, and this stock has been weak for nine straight sessions in, in the course of that period, uh, off about seven and a half percent. In the U.S., there is some concern, as we saw from the numbers coming out today by Dick's Boarding Goods, that maybe there's a little bit of weakness where consumers are concerned, their budgets are becoming a little bit more stressed. Before we go to the China story, Jeff, address how you view the American consumer right now. Well, the, the American consumer, I think, is still very uh, convinced that the labor market is is going pretty well. I mean, I, I think that while we've seen spending pullback in some categories, we we still we're still getting a lot of spending on experiences over goods, and these are big ticket experiences: trips to Disney World, you know, airline uh, travel to Hawaii. So. We're still in that kind of post-pandemic opening. Maybe we're getting towards the end of it, but a lot of that high-end spending still taking place, at maybe at the expense of some, some goods purchases. That, however, could start to fade if we start to see some of the layoff announcements. I'm hearing outside of the tech sector, uh, businesses like like CVS or, uh, you know, a number of, um, uh, gosh, I mean, in the tech space, we, we've heard of, uh, many of them, but increasingly across many other types of businesses, they're talking about layoffs and, uh, you know, certainly in financial services, even in healthcare, I've heard some of this. If that starts to show up in a more material way or get more attention, that could begin to erode the confidence uh, and, and uh, maybe erode some of that spending on some of those services uh, um, categories that have really seen the bulk of, of the enthusiasm by consumers. Uh, it's, it's interesting to note, uh, you know, uh, Doug was talking about also the Chinese consumer. The Chinese consumer has actually seen, well, the household balance sheets have improved significantly since the end of 2021, but they're just not spending. And also, perhaps some, some of this has not been captured in the data, but it is a problem of confidence emanating from perhaps a wealth effect and they're not feeling as, uh, as flush as they were when their properties were worth something more. Now, it's interesting to know that uh, we've got uh, China making this move to start to release service retail data separately from uh, uh, just the whole thing as retail sales in one go. So, you know, that perhaps tells us something. It, it does. Uh, they've shifted a number of indicators, right? They're, they're now not sharing that youth unemployment uh, data in the way that they did before as well. So I, I think <laughs> there's a variety of maybe motivations behind all of that. I use a lot of maybe non-traditional measures to track what I see going on in China. One of my favorite as it relates to the consumer is box office results. You know, Disney, many others uh, report their results uh, each weekend in China, and they've actually been really strong. I don't think it's just a Barbie effect. Uh, we've seen this for uh, many weeks now, I guess I'd say through July into August, maybe suggesting a little bit of a revival in some consumer behavior. I'm also noting that there's an uptick in air pollution. This is a very unseasonable thing to be happening right now within China. NO2 emissions and particulate emissions are picking up based on EPA tests from U.S. consulates in cities across China. And that tells me there's more maybe travel, more manufacturing activity taking place, maybe a little bit of an early response to some of the 
stimulus measures that were unveiled at the Politburo meeting in July. So it's very early yet, and things are still very soft, but perhaps there's an improving trajectory. Hey, Jeff, before we let you go, Fed Chair Jay Powell will be speaking on Friday at 30 seconds or so. What do you think we're going to hear from the Fed chairman? I'm going to be listening very closely for two things. Does he mention the slowdown in China? That's a real dovish tilt in his hand towards when rate rate cuts may come. Uh, Or if he continues to harp on a very tight labor market, uh, that's maybe a hawkish indication that the Fed's got more work to do. Jeff, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for making time to chat with us. Jeff Kleintop there. He is the chief global investment strategist at Schwab, joining us here on DBA. This is Bloomberg Daybreak Asia, your morning brief on the stories making news from Hong Kong to Singapore and Wall Street. Look for us on your podcast feed every day on Apple, Spotify and anywhere else you get your podcast. You can also listen live each day on Bloomberg 1130 in New York, Bloomberg 991 in Washington, Bloomberg 1061 in Boston and Bloomberg 960 in San Francisco. Our flagship New York station is available on your Amazon Alexa devices. Just say Alexa. Play Bloomberg 11:30. Plus, listen coast to coast on the Bloomberg Business app, Sirius XM Channel 119, the iHeart Radio app, and on Bloomberg.com. I'm Doug Krisner, and I'm Rashad Salamat. Join us again tomorrow for all the news you need to start your day right here on Bloomberg Daybreak Asia. Hi, I'm Ron Krzyzewski, Chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial advisors, let's face it, if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing, entrepreneurial, advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. There's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.